Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. I don't know if that works as well, to be honest. But it doesn't matter because I've said it now. It's Barrett Coldine here and John Mango is over there. Good day. And this is Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, episode 20. We're into the 20s now. Let's go. Double figures. Excuse me, I need some help. Don't worry, madam. Help has arrived. Help, I think I've broken all of my fingers. We're here to help you get them back. I don't like what my wife's made for dinner. Stop moaning, at least you've got a dinner. My name is Cold Iron. Barrett Cold Iron. You have the Cold Iron? John Mango. Glad you're going. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. And here we are. Crash landed into a world of problems with me, Barrett Coldiron, and him, John Mango. How are you doing? Look out for aliens. Yep. So, how are you doing, John? I'm not too bad. Um, I have been back to a, a hobby that I took up recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you remember, I was talking about woodwork. I was getting into woodwork. And yeah, I, I, I got you into that. I told you about it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know what it was until you said, I remember. Um, but the reason I've gone back into it is because I'm expanding the Mango Clinic. Oh, what, are you making a new room? No, I'm making a whole new clinic. How are you doing that? From the ground up. I feel like with these things, it's best to be involved from the ground up. Have you got permission? From who? From the council. Uh, I'm not building it in a council, it's just... It's just in a in a bit of land. So you haven't got permission from the council? No. Good. That's fine. Um you don't need permission from the council. So I'm I'm glad you're going through your own channels. Yeah, I thought I'd start off with um just a simple kind of two story structure. Mm-hmm. Um big lobby area and you know 20 or so rooms for, for different people that work at the clinic. Um, um, are you doing this all by yourself? Um, no, well, you know, I bought stuff from, like, hardware shops and stuff. But are you the only person that's working on it? Oh, yeah, I'm the only person that's building it, yeah. Good. You don't need other people. Because also, if um, you you hired out any construction workers, um, they'll just, like, bleed you dry of money. So I'm glad you're doing it on your own terms. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't really have the money to um, invest in all that sort of stuff. So, okay, that, well, that's that's good. So, I, I think you're going to get that built twice as fast and in twice as good a condition as you would with um, if you were to hire out people to do it for you. Yeah, quote unquote professionals. Yeah, you don't need them. Who needs them? Uh, so, fantastic work, John, and keep us updated. On Mango... Mango. I'll, I'll be inviting you to the Grand Launch anyway, of course. When's that? Um, if all goes to plan, I should get it built in about four months. Oh, that's very quick. Nice work. The quicker the better, I think. Yeah, yeah. What about, what about you, though, Barrett? How have you been, uh, how have you been keeping busy? Well, um, so from last week, if you remember, I was in the process of telling people about their flat tires. Do you remember that? No. Well, what I was doing was I was stopping people in the street. Oh, yes. And I was telling them about flat tires. Now, someone, um, whilst I was doing that, 
recommended to me that I should um, do bigger things. I should take this to the next level. Bigger things as in, like, bigger bigger vehicles? Um, yeah, it's in a way, because what they said is that I should start fighting crime on the streets. Literally. I'm sure that's the same, but go on. Well, wait until I get to the punchline. So, what I'm doing is not just stopping people for flat tyres now. I'm looking for faulty number plates. Right. I'm looking yep. for windscreen wipers that are not in the right place. Yeah. Like on the side windows. Yeah. I'm also looking for drivers smoking. Or missing, missing tax discs. Yeah, or, or on their phones. Or um, missing a door. Yeah, I've said a few of them. Yeah. Or having a big plume of smoke coming out of their exhaust. Mm, I'm fighting crime. Because what I'm doing now is I'm also stopping them and saying, look, you have this, this, and this wrong. Get it sorted. Otherwise, there'll be bigger boys than me on you. So for the for the faulty number plate thing, is that just, do you have an electronic system or are you just having to memorise loads of number plates and then seeing if these ones match? Or Yeah, yeah, usually I'm just having to use my eyes. Uh, there right, has been okay. occasions where I have got it mixed up because sometimes ones and, and I's are very similar. Yeah, looking. and O's and O's. Yeah, so I've been like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's the same. Okay, sorry, bye. And then sometimes I actually come up with a a different problem that I've stopped them for just to cover my, my bottom. Right, So yeah. what I do is I go, oh, well, uh, that windscreen wiper is a little bit wonky, isn't it? Yeah, that's um, that's what they tell the police to do, isn't it, I think? I even saw somebody with their bonnet open. you believe that? While they were driving? Yeah. Mental. They said it was just their, their way of driving. They said they preferred it. Oh, okay, fair enough. So you didn't stop them then? No, I did, and I slammed it down and put a lock on it. Padlock. Right. That's another thing I'm carrying around, is padlocks and those things that you put on wheels... What they call um, yeah, um, like a just like a wheel clamp. Kind wheel of thing. clamps. I've been carrying around wheel clamps. I've been carrying around uh, cameras. I've been carrying around. Um, I've even been carrying around those. You know the things those police people have, where they they're like guns, but they don't shoot bullets. They shoot out time, like they shoot out how fast cars are going. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I do know which one you mean. The speeding one. Speeding camera gun things. Yeah, I've got one of them. Um, Time gun. What I like to do as well is I like to holster it. I've got a little holster for it. And then when a car's going fast, I sort of whip it out, spin it, and then shoot like a cow. Does, this, does the spinning not affect the reader? Well, like there was one time where someone was doing, I think, 50, but it came out as 120 miles an hour. But that, you know, I had that, I had that recorded, so I was able to come up to them and say, look, you're doing that. And they're like, what? Oh, it wasn't. I was yeah. doing 50, but I was like, well, you know, the gun doesn't lie. Is that the one that you got arrested like later that day? You probably did, yeah. I, I, I have yeah. a speed dial to a policeman. He hates me, but, you know, I'm doing his job. What's the number you've got on speed dial? Um, The police station. I haven't got his number. Oh, right. Like, okay. I haven't got right, his number. Yeah. I have to go, I, but I'm always like, can I speak to Niall, please? Right. And they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, They've been less and less willing to let me talk to him recently, uh, which is, is silly because I'm doing their job for them. 
They're just lazy. Yeah, it's, like, it's something they'd be more appreciative. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's what I've been up to. So, uh, if you see all, we've both been uh, we've both been benefiting society a lot. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, sort of maybe I should pack this advice life in and become a bit of a vigilante. You know, a bit of a bounty hunter. I don't know if the world's ready to lose your advice yet. No, I know, but you know, I've got to think of my career. Yeah, yeah. But uh, to be honest, I don't think I'm. I'm going to be out of the advice game for longer. I've got to make sure that this... I'm not getting paid for this, so uh, the only reason why I would leave the advice game was if money was it coming my way. Yeah, yeah. If we run our sponsors or that sort of thing. Yeah, and we're in no way losing sponsors at the moment, are we? No, if anything, we're gaining them. There's plenty of problems, as you will see this week. Yeah. So, should we crack on? Let's crack. Okay, so I've got a uh, follow-up from Dean. Do you remember Dean, Dean last week? Dean, 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 Dean. So he was uh, the man who he very hastily put a message together yes, last week to say he's got a funeral he needs to book. He's got yep. the wake sorted, yep. but he didn't have the funeral sorted. I know the guy, yeah. Yeah, so we recommended that he would sort of do a sort of very quick funeral um, and... Um, Basically, sort of just let his, you know, let get the funeral bit out of the way and yeah. get to the wake because everyone likes that bit. So I've got that follow up from him. He says, "Hey, hey, yeah. hey." Wait, sorry. He said, "Hey, hey, hey," but I. Right, right, okay, yeah. yeah. Had funeral in my garage. Burned her using some petrol I had in a car. People were sad, which was good. Wake was top. Got my end away with a barmaid. Thanks, Mom. Lol. Dean. P.S. My name is Dean, not Darren. Yeah, somebody kept getting that last week. Yes, yes, I did. Well, you know, names are hard to remember, aren't they? Um, So I... I'm pretty happy with that response. Yeah, we've um, helped him. We've helped him. I mean, him a lot. He's, you know, if anything, he's positive out of that. So, if yeah, anything, he owes us. Yeah, he does. He does. So, uh, Dean, make sure you contact us in the appropriate channels so we can get you to do something for us. Thank you. You you owe us one use of your garage, I think. Yeah, I don't know what I'd use it for, but we've got it in the bank. Yeah, let's we'll think of something by next week. Yeah. All right. What what have you got for us? I've got a follow up too. Yes, I know. That's why I asked you because I know you've got a follow up. This isn't from a Dean or a Darren. It's from it's from a Clifford. Not any Clifford. Uh, Clifford we had last week. He went to the Chili Festival with his girlfriend. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. He, I is he is he alive? He is. He made a. He he did manage to make a full recovery. Okay. Okay. Um. So Clifford and Nancy are, na- are now married. Yeah, in a week. Yeah, they. Uh, that brought them a lot closer together. That experience, and I think, you know, the thought of losing him really made her mind up for her. You know. Oh. Okay. Um. And Clifford has said. Uh, you know, he can no longer taste anything apart from green fruit pastels and cured meats. But doesn't matter. He's very happy, and he will soon be welcoming little Quaalude Campbell into the world. 
Oh, well, this is this is all very quick for a week. Yeah, no, I think I think I think the baby was uh, I think the baby was already sort of yeah okay sort of coming along. Hmm. Okay. Well, that, that's a good sign, isn't it? It's good. Good that he's alive because obviously think, we left him yeah, on a bit of a yeah a bit of a worrisome nose last time. Uh, so I'm quite glad that he's survived. Not happy about the marriage thing. Thought it was a bit I, too quick. I think it's a bit weird that. Neither of them mentioned her pregnancy last week, but yeah, you know, each well, to their own. Yeah, maybe they just wanted to keep it secret. Well, maybe, maybe he wasn't sure. Maybe it was like, like she told him she was pregnant during the week. Right. Yeah, that's true. And that's they've just true. been very quick at get about getting the baby's name sorted and stuff. Yeah, and they said welcoming into the world doesn't mean doesn't mean he's going to be born tomorrow. Well, uh, let us be the first to say congratulations, and. I hope Quaalude has a very happy life. Yeah. Hopefully without chilies controlling them. That was the sound of a quick fire problem being strangled. Right, I thought you were just eating on them without being muted again. Yeah, sometimes that happens, doesn't it? I should really get that mute button sorted. Um, anyways, quick fire problems. Now, do you remember what happened last week? Um, I think we did all of the regular features we normally do, and it was a great episode. Yeah, not that bit. I mean, in terms of the quick fire problems, you won. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, well, I can see you taking this seriously. So that's about 197 or something? No, it's 16.3. Right, Come on, John. Come on, I posted that. posted that to you. I post that every Thursday, don't I? 16.3. 16.3. Every Thursday. Every Thursday I post to you what the score of the quickfire problem is. 16.3. Yep. Sorry, I'm just typing myself up. Yes, I know you are. Right. So, so am I answering first then? If I you are, you are, because you're defending champ. So, are you ready? I am ready to defend my glory, my title. Right. Free. My honor. Right. Okay. Three, two, one, go. How do I smile like an idiot? Um, don't use your eyes at all. Just give them lots of teeth. Can I have some space, please? Um, you can, but it's going to cost you. Is Judy Dench? She is well known to be Dench. Where is the nearest PlayStation in Woking? Um, I think there's one by the train station, although I might just be getting the words confused. Can trains drive themselves? Um, maybe one day. Advice needed on buying a magic staff. Magic Staffs, uh, you probably want to go and see a specialist. Go to magicstaffs.com. Problem with my insurance, I don't have any help. Doesn't matter, don't need any. Have I got time to make a brew, bearing in mind the bus leaves in five minutes? You do, but you're going to have to take your mug with you. My dad called me smelly, should I batter him? Um, just a light battering, I think. All right. So that's, that's the alarm. Your, yep, that's your minute up. Um, 
solid, solid work there. Um, some interesting questions, some Wait, interesting the, answers. It's a, it's a time limit always a minute? Yeah. Oh, I've been giving you 56 seconds for the last few weeks. Why? Ah, uh, got you. Just uh, kidding. Got you. <laughs> nice one. Uh, you better not be doing that, though. No, no, I would never do that, Barrett. Anyway, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put a timer on for this week on my end, so I make sure that my time is right as well. Mm, that might confuse things, but we can give it a go. Well, I'm not. Bel- I, I, you know, you you thrown you put the cats amongst the pigeons now. Um, so you've got nine there. Uh, classic John Res- Mango score of nine. Respectable. Yeah. Um. So well done. So it's me, on me, to reclaim my prize, my title, my whatever you were talking about before. Honour. So Barrett, nine to beat. Your specialist subject of advice. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Could there be another war of the world? Mm, Yes, there could be. Are ants good, bad, or neutral? Um, they're, they're good. Ants are good. When is best? Um, at a worst time. Hop, skip, or jump? Jump. Who can run for president of the English Isles? Um, no one. Because it doesn't exist. Oh, apologies. Squelch or squeak? Squeak! Splat or plop? Plop. My clock won't stop. Is that bad? Uh, no. No, that's how it should be doing. Can you say bad words on your podcast? Fucking yeah, we can. Will you come on holiday with me, Barrett? No. Does pastry get better? Um, with age, yes. Do you think pigeons will ever be endangered? No, I don't think they will do. Oh, what's this noise? What is it? It's the alarm. Oh. Well then, you gave, me you, one, like you gave me one minute, one second there. Were you trying to compensate for past mistakes? I didn't think you'd notice, but yeah, I thought I'd add on a second for the next four episodes and then we're even. Right, okay. I see. Um, would you would you like to guess at your score or should I just give it to you? Uh, no, just give it to me. You got one of the classic... Barrett Coldine oh. scores of 12. Oh, really? Oh, that's not classic. I mean, you've had 12 a couple of times. Yeah, but that doesn't make it a classic. I think you're... Um, what was your top score? 14, I think. Yeah, well remembered. Yeah. I did tell you that yesterday, but, you know. Well remembered from yesterday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, Barrett, well, you've won this... You've won, you've won the battle, but we'll see if you win the war. Well, I'm doing very well in the war because I've got 17 and you've got three. Well, there's plenty of wars that start out that way, but we'll just we'll just see. Come, it's coming into winter now, and you might not be prepared for the winter months. Battle of the Somme. Battle of Stalingrad. World War Two. Let's go. Your baby can't swim, can it? Then why the hell are you putting it in the bath? Here at Boy and Babies, we can make your baby water safe. Sign your little bundle of joy up for boating lessons, surfing, or white water rafting. Babies are allowed to get wet, they just need to know how. 
Don't settle for an unsafe and unbathable baby. Contact us now. HTTP colon slash slash www.buoyantbabies.org Because remember, a bobbing baby is a beautiful baby. Buoyant Babies is a subsidiary of Ripped Baby Formula. Would you like a featured problem, Barrett? Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, you just startled me. Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, but you just didn't speak for a good five minutes. Oh, we were... yeah, I was reading a chapter of this book, but yeah, I'm, I'm back. Right, okay, yes, yes, I would. You would like, okay, I'll commence. Yep. Dear Barrett Coldiron and Dr. John Mango, Thanks for using my proper title there, by the way. A good friend of mine may be in grave peril. Allow me to explain. She has become a cartoon character. I mean, a cartoon character in real life, not just her thinking she's one. Her name is Jem, and the first time I noticed her problem was when we were served by a very hunky waiter in Wagamama's and Jen's tongue unfurled and tripped someone over. Her heart began stretching out of her ribcage. I screamed and rushed for my phone to call an ambulance, but Jen had returned to normal before I dialed. We ended up having a really nice meal, but I couldn't get over what happened. Another time, Jen tripped in front of a bus, and she ended up as a big flat version of herself that I rolled up and took home. She sprang back to her normal self in an hour or two, what can I do? She's dodged three attempted anvil squashings and been blown up by TNT seven times. Help, please, Quentin. Right. So, I can't say I've ever come across a problem like this before. No, neither have I. It's got to be new territory for both of us, I think. So, um, what I do when usually I come across a new problem is think what would i do in the shoes of the person with the problem i've never had before that's a good way to tackle it so i'm in the shoes of quentin now yeah i don't know i don't know what size shoes he is but i'm imagining that i just it's a size eight we i've I've started asking everyone for the shoe size when they're right all right, okay. Well, I'm a size five, so it's going to be... I've got a lot of space in my shoes. So, I'm thinking that... Shall, either... I, shall, I, shall I go in Jen's shoes while you're in Quentin's shoes? No, no, please don't. God. Um, wow, okay. Right, okay, I've, I'm out of Quentin's shoes now. So. Oh, okay. I see. I see what you're doing, yeah. So, okay... Are we sure that Quentin isn't in a cartoon? Right. Okay. Because, I see where you're going with this. Because a lot of the things that he has said are obviously cartoon-related, but it's not just her that's reacting as a cartoon. The world is reacting as a cartoon. Yeah, the animals, yeah. the, um, all the other things, the piano drops, I imagine. These things... They're like cartoons. Yeah, yeah, you're very, you're very, very correct. Yes, um, I am. And what I'm thinking is, 
is that Quentin is in a cartoon and he just doesn't know it. Interesting. What cartoon? What cartoons in? What would this cartoon be called? Um, Looney Waiters. Looney Waiters. Okay. Because also think about it, most of these things happen outside, and a hunky waiter in Wagamama's. Have you ever been to Wagamama? No, but I have seen a hunky waiter. Yeah, were the, were they in Wagamama? No. There you go then. And I can't say my tongue unfurled. Yeah, I know that would have been quite odd. So yeah, I'm going to try and do that now. I'm going to try and unfurl my tongue. What? You've just spat all over your desk. Doesn't go very far, does it? No. No. So there we go. Um. So. You know, that, that kind of thing is... You don't do that when you're flagging down cars, do you? No, no, I, I should do, though. It would definitely get their attention. Um, so I'm thinking, yeah, this person must be in a car soon. That's my, that's my caveat. Right, my, right. I, whereas I my think... takeaway. I think Jen has got very rare disorder that maybe no one knows about. Really? Yeah. Do you know much about this disorder? No, because it's very rare and I've not even heard of it. So how do you know it exists? Well, there's always got to be a first case and I think this could be Jen. She's like patient zero. Yeah, she's patient zero of, you know, cartoonification syndrome, if you like. Cartoonification syndrome? Yeah, or CS. I see. Do you reckon then, in that case, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is sort of a uh, a real, true story account of cartoonification? Um, I think it might be. I'll have to get in touch with Robert Zemeckis, but it could be. Who? Zemeckis. Okay. We go away. We go. Well, I've known him for a while, so I'll just ask him. Right. Okay. Well, good luck with that. Um... Okay, no, I, so... I, I think go to a doctor, um, but they're not going to know anything about this, so they'll probably look like you like look at you like you're an idiot. Mm, well, um, take take your take your girlfriend with you. I think they're just friends, Barrett. All oh, right, all right. Well, take her with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can say, "Look, look what she does now," and then you know she could do the funny thing that cartoon characters do with yeah, their legs when they can, run. She can. Oh yeah, that's a good one. She yeah. can sw- swallow a birdcage or something, and it will just stick in her throat. Yeah, yeah, because that's yeah. So I'm thinking, yeah, I I really don't know because this is a piece of advice that has sort of been so, uh, it's so unique. And so different and so strange that it'll. I'm going to have to think about this. I've had an idea. Oh, right. Okay. Right now. Right, go on. Make a giant title card that says the end. Right. And. Wouldn't that kill her, though? Oh, no. I didn't think this through. Yeah. So, look, we're advice givers. Sometimes we're going to have to be like. This is going to need medical assistance, and I think in this t- in this case of cartoonification, doctor. Yeah, 
You got. I mean, yeah. I know I'm a doctor, but I'm a brain I'm, doctor. I'm, I'm not one of those cartoon doctors that'll like got a stethoscope and like can, you know, you can see the heart beating. Yeah, and off I've got a big the, lamp you know, on the head, which no yeah, one does anymore. Yeah, yeah, a proper one, a real one. A yeah, giant, go to one of them. A giant syringe. Don't think so. Yeah, no, no. Go to a real one. Go to a real one and see if this cartoonification can be solved. And. You never know, you might have something named after you, Jen, or you, Quentin, if you sort of get in there first and say, hey, I found it. I think that's the most important thing, actually. Yeah, definitely get that sorted out. Make sure it's called Quentification, even though yeah, it's got nothing to do with you. You must get royalties if a disease is named after you, right? Yeah. Um, I'm sure um, can Mr. Cancer does really well. I don't think Lou Gehrig would have had a baseball career without the royalties. Yeah, exactly. Well, is, is this it then, Mara? Is this our advice? You go to a doctor. It's not the best advice, but sometimes the best advice is the ones that are the obvious advice. Go to a doctor. Yeah, see a doc. And not the one that that annoying little rabbit's always yammering about. Yeah. So. Do you want to say problem, it, Mara, or shall I say it? Problem pending. That's all, guys. Roleplay problems. Roleplay problems. Roleplay problems. Roleplay problems. Bong sound for another bonging good roleplay problem. That didn't work. That sounded better in my head. The bong bongs for thee. Yes, exactly. That's better. Thanks, John, for rescuing that. Um, okay, so this week we have a very special guest. Oh. Um, so you're going to have to put your um, sinister hat on, John. I know you've sinister. got one. Sinister hat. Because Lucifer Deafhound is an evil genius. He wants to concoct a new master plan to give him a loss of money. He wants your help to achieve this, John. So you want me to actively help a bad man? Look, we're... Like, morals don't really come into advice. Look, if somebody rings in and Morals says, don't come into advice. Morals... I was always taught that morals are 36% of advice. Well, they may be, but, the, you know, it's outweighed by the other thing. So that means that, you know, we can help out bad people. He right. may not be bad anyway. He might just be, you know, he might say evil genius because that's how the media's portrayed him. Also, 20th episode, think how much good we've done. I think we've banked up a bit to be allowed one bad. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, he is an evil genius, like, but... Anyway, come on, we'll get him on, get him on the phone. I'll get him he'll, on the phone. he'll be the evil and I'll be the genius. Hello. Randy. Hello. Um, is this uh, Lucifer or is this his assistant? This is or... Lucifer. Right, okay. What, what's the situation, Mr... What shall I call you, first of all? You, you may call me Lucifer. Okay, Lucifer, what's the situation? So, I'm here on my evil base off the North Sea. And... A bit cold. Well, I'm on a... Yes, Evil lairs are usually taken by very evil people these days. 
So I'm in the process of getting a better lair. Right. But I've yeah. gonna have to risk it on this uh, oil rig. What's uh, what, you? Are you coming to me for a plan? Are we gonna concoct a plan together? Yes. Now, for me to become a grade one evil villain, I need to have at least twelve billion dollars right. in my evil account. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm just writing this down as we go. Yes. I have 10 billion at the moment that's in my savings. Right. They always do say, have money to make money, do they? Is that a thing? Well, in, in some circles, yes. But I am at the moment $2 billion down from my target. And that is hampered by the extortionate salary caps that I'm paying for my henchmen. Right. Well, first of all, you need to bin off some of them. But let me ask you first, is there anywhere you, is there sort of anywhere you won't go with this plan? Is there, are there any uh, limitations on this plan or will you be as evil as possible? I want to be as dastardly as possible. Right. But I will not be dastardly in the country of Norway. Have they got it out for you or something? Or do you like no, Norway? I, no, I, I've done enough there. Right, okay. Okay, we'll cross off Norway then. That's fine, that leaves us a lot of other countries. And space. Because a lot of the bad ones are going oh, in space yes. nowadays. Well, yes, there is a, a plan by Dick Hardhat to create a new evil lair in the circle of the Earth's gravity. My first thought is use the money you've got to buy a planet. Yes. I haven't thought this through. I don't know how you do that. But if you bought a planet... There must be some very cheap planets on the market at the moment. Yeah, you'd think so. Let I me think. just check my evil computer. And then you can just charge rent. Just charge rent to people when they start going to your planet. There's no rent caps on in space, so you charge whatever you like. Hold on. I'm just looking at the estate agent's market. They do space now. Evil ones do, yes. Okay, I found a perfect spot. What it's a moon. a moon. A moon. That's that's that's. That's good evil villain territory. I mean. Evil moon. Yeah. What? Phobos. Phobos. Is that uh, Saturn or Jupiter or where's this? Um. Uranus. Right. Okay. The Saturn and the Jupiter ones have been taken up by evil corporations. Yeah. They Looks like the. Looks like the Uranus ones are just for us, the evil right. ones. Well, grab a Uranus. Have, have you got the money to grab a Uranus one? Because if you can, grab it and then we'll come up with the next bit of the plan. It costs... oh no. It costs 12 billion dollars. Ah, 
That's the exact amount that I need to become a grade one evil genius. With the grade one money uh, cap uh, limit, whatever you want to call it, is that in assets or is that in cold hard cash? Like, once you buy the planet, will you not be able to become no, grade one? Yeah, no, you need... Uh, I mean, in assets, I'm worth about 30 billion. Right, so it's got to be cash. It's got to be cash. It's like a joining fee. Right, maybe we should scrap the space thing, because that's not going to pay off for a long time. It's like an evil genius union. Yeah, I think we should... The space thing, I, I think that's going to be too much hassle. Let's... let's because I want my own space layer. You will one day, Lucifer. You'll have one one day. Let's just set our sights to Earth first. Right. When, we, when we get when we get you to Great Beautiful planets. We can get you in space. Right. Now, I must ask you: Do you detest most of the world's population? I do. Right. That's good. You've you've got the makings of an evil genius. Then. I um, am a great two evil genius. I've done a lot of work. How was your upbringing? Especially evil. Would you like to elaborate? Yes. My mother was an evil genius. And my father was a postman. Did he become evil later or was he just a postman all the time? I killed him. Right, didn't see that coming, okay. At age two. Accidentally or on purpose? On purpose. My mother said to do it. Right. Uh, any siblings? Dead. Did you murder them again, or...? Yes. Right. If this is what you got to do to become a great two, then... I was... the chosen child. Right. It's ten, ten billion dollars or pounds or whatever currency you Dollars. Dollars, sorry. We will be able to make that two million dollars. Two billion dollars, sorry. I was thinking yes. it's, I was thinking too small scale, aren't I? We can get you an island. We need to get you an island. You can't you can't be doing stuff on this rig. There's other people are there other people on the rig with you? Is it a working rig? No, I killed them all. Right. Okay, then what's what's the rig doing? The rig is my operations for the North Sea area. Does it does it power anything or is it just a big metal platform? On the record it powers the whole of Scotland. And off the record? In reality, it doesn't. How are they getting their power? Through wind turbines. I was behind it all. See, so an evil genius that is stopping the use of gas and upping the use of wind power. Yes, isn't that dastardly? That is quite that. That's a dastardly subversion of the normal, the normal evil geniuses. I'll give you that. And not only that, but I have also managed to power away. The oil supply of Wales and created a wind turbine farm for them as well. <laughs> you know what I think you could do? What? I think you should deprive the whole of the UK of fossil fuels. Yes. Yes, I should. I'd love to see the Parliament scream. 
you and me both there. Um, I think you should also have been off some of your henchmen, some of the ones that aren't doing so much. Have you got a few that are just sort of standing near doors with submachine guns? Yes, I have. I have. I have so many henchmen these days that I have to have two guarding doors now. Yeah, right. So, have you ever had anyone even try to get on your oil rig? I don't think you have, have you? I did once. Once? Yes. And it was fine, I guess. He was climbing up the ladder and then I just let the ladder go. And he fell to my sharks in the sea. There you go. Don't need the henchman. Get rid of some henchman. But, well, yes, I see. I'm thinking of which one to feed to the sharks. Maybe I could feed nose to the sharks. Are any of them not very good at shooting? I could sell ears to a different agent. Or maybe even lips. Are you talking about harvesting the body parts from your henchmen? No, they're the names of the henchmen. Right. Are they each of them, each of them have metal replacements for their so-called nickname. So what's why is one of them called Groin? Oh, right. No. Okay. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Who owns these groins now? Well, I think you should boot, just boot a few of them off the platform. I'm going to get rid of ears and nose. Head, shoulders, knees and toes. Yes, I'll throw them in too. Head, shoulders, knees, toes, ears, mouth, eyes. Come here. You are all fired. Best thing is, you won't have to pay them anymore. Like, you know, you don't have to pay them the notice or any sort of... Any of that bother? Yes. Did you... Did they have some kind of pension with you or not? They did have a small retirement pot between them, but... That would always go back to me. Yeah, don't... Don't worry about it. No one's going to be sniffing for that. Right. So this is... That's going to save you... A couple of grand, you know? I mean, in the long term, I'll save you more, but we're really going to have to do something else if you want this two billion. Right, I've got a plan. Hit me with it. I am going to kidnap all of the oil rigs on the North Sea. Just the people running them or every single person on every single one? All of them. Right. And then I'm going to say to the Prime Minister that I have control of oil around the country and I will not be giving it to you and he'll go oh no how much money do I need to give you and I will say two billion dollars and he I will think, say that's I think he can say yeah you can say more than two billion I think uh, uh, yes well I, I'd say I need at least two billion then he's just gonna give you two billion you've got to think bigger scale I think what would a grade one evil genius think? They'd add two zeros, two hundred billion. Ha! <laughs> yes. Now, now you're thinking to the right scale. Yes. Now. I will do that. You've I will not add... only get 
200 million, but I will definitely be in the grade one evil genius ranks. And also, I will build wind turbine tunnels, so it will be an even bigger kick in the teeth to the British people. And remember, when you're doing this plan, you need to give some kind of uh, time scale. So you need to say... Five day, minutes. Well, maybe a little bit longer. You, there, there Ten minutes. Message. Well, again, you're thinking on a very small scale. Give them a week and say... A week? Say, every day you don't do it, I will do such and such to this and that. I will build a new wind turbine. Yeah, that's good. Yes. And say that, you'll, say that you'll build them. Say that you'll build them right next to grade one listed buildings. Yes. That will give every grade one secret evil genius the clue that I am part of their rank. Perfect. The plan is written down and is sent to all my henchmen. These are not the ones that I just killed. How many henchmen have you got left? Five. Well, good luck with your plan, you and your five henchmen. Do you think you'll be able to take it from here, uh, Mr. Lucifer, sir? Yes, I do. And thank you, Mr. Mango, for your help today. Uh, you're welcome. Before you go, do you listen to our podcast? Do you think you'll listen to this episode? Yes, of course. It's the most evil podcast on the market. Okay, I'll probably cut that bit out because we don't want to be known for that. Um, well, Mr. Lucifer, thanks for ringing in. Of course. And good luck with your dastardly, dastardly plan. Yes. Now die. Okay, I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why he said that bit at the end. I don't know what's meant to happen. Um, well, I lost him because he just uh, hung up. Um, so I don't really know what he means by that. It's probably it's probably just a force of habit, isn't it? Maybe, probably, maybe yeah. yeah, maybe maybe he either said it as a false of habit, or maybe he was talking to his henchman. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. John, you've got a... so- John. There's someone behind you. Oh, you're right. Yeah. No, it's just my mate bringing me a cup of tea. Oh, um, right, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, He wears that outfit. I don't know why. He looks a bit like a henchman. Yeah, all right, well, um, I think that's all we've got time for this week. I think it's been a good one. Yeah, yeah, we've... we've... Although I've said that all the time because they're all good. Yeah, they are, they are. Anyway, so uh, we'll hopefully hear back from Lucifer Defan next week and uh, hopefully it'll be powered by Wynn next week. That was good good work there, John, to, you know... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have just gotten him to, I don't know, do a different plan. I would have gotten him to take down the wind turbines. Well, I hate to say it, but I guess that's just the difference between you and me, Barrett. Yeah, well, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, and don't get up to anything dastardly. This is a Scorpion Thunderbolt production. Ha 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 ha.